Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game 5 to 2 to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees with this 9 to nothing crusher have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. Welcome back, Yankee fan. This is episode 44 of the Chase for 28 podcast. My name is Chris Nessie, and I am joined by my podcast paisano the aaron judge bianco what's AJ, up AJ? aj99 <laughs> what's up what's up? what's up it's yankee time i love this as i said before we started recording this team is on effing fire yeah yeah and, and i'll use that because we'll start the conversation listen to the game today i had the headphones in doing the lawn you mean you weren't Waldman. listening to it on Peacock? I did not. I did not do it on Peacock. I, I wasn't okay. inside. I was. I was. I mean, look, it was an eleven thirty game. I had to get some work around the house done. I didn't want to do it at at two thirty, so I didn't get to watch the game. I did watch the the comeback at the end, but I say this because Susan Waldman said today the Yankees started seven and six. Their sloppy start to the season, right? We know it wasn't very. Remember good Remember that we were so miserable. We were so miserable, like last year. <laughs> Since then. Since that seven and six start, the Yankees are now thirty-two and nine, which is incredible to me. Incredible. Like, go ahead. I, I, there's so many things I want to focus on because it's been an exciting week, right? It's been a really exciting week, and the pitching has really led this team the entire week, the entire, the entire season. Week. Yeah, but but this week especially. The pitching stands out as a big wow moment. Right. So we're going to get to all that. We have a lot to talk about in this episode. This is a jam-packed episode. Not only are you going to hear this conversation with me and AJ, but I also recorded a conversation with the podcast Padre, my dad, <laughs> for our Down on the Farm report. So you will hear a conversation that I had with my dad on Friday night, June 3rd, because AJ was not available on Friday, June 3rd to record the episode, which brings us to story number one for this episode. AJ went to a Yankee game. I went to a Yankee game. How was it? Dude, it was awesome. This is my first Yankee game in a number of years. Number of years. I think it's been three. Yeah, it's been three years because my daughter wasn't born yet. So three years since my last Yankee game. And and it was the first time I actually went with my boys and my oldest, like looking at watching him look around and like his eyes are lighting up and he's asking me these different things. He's like, what's that? Who's that? Who's this? I was like, oh boy. I, was like, <laughs> I created a monster. Um, we went, we went on Friday night and June 3rd and that was the 13 nothing shellacking of the Tigres. But you, but you didn't know it was going to be a 13 nothing shellacking. No Why did you go to Friday, June 3rd, AJ? Oh, I, I went to Friday, June 3rd because my son wanted a bobblehead for Aaron Judge. We got there at 4.15, waited an hour and a half in line, and were one of the first people to get an Aaron Judge bobblehead. His day was made. Aaron Judge gave him a thumbs up for his sign. Aaron Judge told him how many outs there were. Aaron Judge stared at him. The only thing Aaron Judge didn't do was throw him a ball, but he did hit one over our heads. And, <laughs> and uh, we were a couple rows back. It would have been hours. But you know what? It was all good. The kid the kid loved it. My my uh Middle guy was kind of loving baseball that night too, so it was a very, very cool experience. And uh, I think we're looking to go back. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think the misses is like we need to go to at least one more game. I was like, let's do it. 
that do means it. There, that means there's going to be a third game because I don't want to go with your wife. I I know. <laughs> I know. We're gonna we're gonna get those pinstripe pass tickets. Yes, we will. We will put that together because there's yeah. plenty of baseball to come. And look, I, I, I'll be honest. On the third, like the stadium was rocking. It was a Friday night. It was packed, which is so good to see. The stadium was alive. Didn't hurt. The Yankees hit four home runs and put up thirteen runs, but like it felt like baseball again. Right. It felt like baseball. Now, how many Chase for Twenty Eight fans did you meet? Zero. Oh. <laughs> Zero. So I had the shirt on. I promise, but. You know, I put a couple of pictures out there on our uh, on our Twitter feed, and you didn't did meet have anybody. the shirt on. I, I did have the shirt on. I didn't meet anybody, but uh, hey, if we get out there again, I'll put the shirt on again. So, so if you're listening, say hi next time. Nice. My dad was at the game on Saturday. A good game too. He was there. He was in the Audi Club. Oh, bougie big time, big time. Big time. <laughs> so he watched the game from behind glass mm. while eating shrimp. Mm. So good times all around oh yeah definitely all right so you went to a game that's great but again this team is having a really really good season yes sir and you know the longer this goes on the higher our hopes become yes. but here are some headlines from uh really the last week plus because again we're recording this on sunday june 5th and you're listening to this hopefully on monday june 6th uh so if we go back in time the yankees Split with the Rays. It was a four-game series that they split. And AJ, I don't know about you, but they should have swept the Rays. They should not have lost those two games. I I, I know what you're saying, and I remember the games well. And I, I'm not going to say they should have swept, but they should have won that Cole game. That was definitely the game they yeah. should have won. That Saturday game, you know, that was you know Cole was the a worst. Head case. They should have been was three out of four. Yes, I, I really think it was that that Saturday game was a big one. If Cole didn't become a head case, I think they would have won that game. Just to build on that, not not specifically the Cole game, but the fact that leading up to that series, the talk was, what are the Yankees going to do yeah. against <clears throat> who has been their mm-hmm. rival and biggest pain in the neck mm-hmm. for the last five or six years? Right. Right? Right. It's true. And they won the first two games. Handily. Yes. Good baseball, like looking like, hey, we're going to steamroll you, you little devil rays. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. So, so that was good to were. see. Yeah, it was good to see, and it's going to be good to see in two weeks when they come up to to our house and we come play some baseball again. Yes, and actually, you know what? It was ironic. I, I just said, you know, those little devil rays. They were. They were that's in, why I thought in, you were saying it. They were in on the Saturday. first game. Yeah, they, were, they wore the old devil ray uniforms. Yeah, and in game two, they wore the old devil ray hats. Yes. Yeah, that's why I thought you said that. I thought you knew. And I believe they were handing out fried chicken to everybody as well in honor of. And Wade Box. Their Hall of Famer, Wade Box. <laughs> Their only Hall of Famer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so a split with the Rays. Cool. Then comes a formidable foe. Mm. You know, uh, a thorn in the side, a rival from the West Coast. Gave us fits in the early 2000s in divisional playoff games. The Los Angeles Angels of the Western United States in Anaheim, California County came to the Bronx with the Mike Trout, Mr. Subway himself. And Shohei. The modern Bay Ruth. And they came to town and they sucked. <laughs> I hate to say that. They really have. They've been awful. They've been cold. And I wanted to see like a better game. I really wanted to see a better game. I'm glad they defeated them easily. I'm not saying I'm not glad. By the way, the Angels have continued to spiral as uh, they were swept this weekend. The losing continued. They were swept by the Phillies, Mm -hmm. who prior to the start of that series, fired Joe Girardi as their manager. Yeah. So we we will certainly talk about that as well. Um, But Shohei Otani has not played well in Yankee Stadium. No. In his career. Yeah. I think that series started off with him getting lit up by uh, one half of the new Super Stash Brothers, Matt Carpenter, working a full count, 11 That's pitch at bat, and crushing Shohei Otani to right, yeah. to, the, yeah. to the short porch. Yeah. Carpenter. Which, fun fact. Good. Uh, Matt Carpenter, his, I, I don't know if it's a record, but certainly uh, worth noting 
that his first four hits as a Yankee were home runs. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, we wanted him. Nobody but we got him off the scrap heap. Yep. Those gutty, gritty New York Yankees. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Led by General Cashman. It cannot be denied. <laughs> so they sweep the Angels. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we, we, go, we go back to pitching. We had Garrett Cole carry a six-plus inning perfect game on the mound. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, Jamison Tyone. Go eight mm. perfect innings. Yep. And actually, uh, you feel bad for Tyone because uh, he throws eight perfect innings and he comes out of the game and they're losing one nothing. Yeah, seriously. didn't even get a win for that one. That's, <laughs> they didn't even get a win. It was so bad. It was good for fantasy. I'll tell you that. Oh, By the way, there you go. between my two fantasy baseball teams, I have the entire Yankee pitching staff uh, minus Garrett Cole on both teams, basically. Oh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. That must have been a good week for you. It was a good week for me. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, then the Tigers come to town. The lowly Tigers, a team that you say, you should sweep the Tigers. And lo and behold, they swept the Tigers. Right. So the Yankees are eight and two in their last 10. Right. And you and I had a conversation earlier this week, right before the Angels series. And I believe I text you and I said, hold on, I'm going to pull this up. AJ yeah. texted me. And he says to me, he says, hey, you buffoon. <laughs> Scrolling up. We have four four series is what I, it was the focus of our conversation. The next four series. And those series would be the Angels. There you go. Here's your text Tigers. from Tuesday. Right. Hold on. From Tuesday night. Angels, Tigers, Twins, Cubbies. Next four series in a row. What did I say? At worst, they should go nine and three. At worst. Worst. What does it look like now with... You look like a genius for us. With six games left. With six <laughs> games left. Six games left. They go they, three, uh, three, and I'm a genius. Woo. Yeah. The prognosticators were prognosticating. Here we go. <laughs> um, and again, as, as we look ahead, again, uh, they're not playing baseball tomorrow. Oh, I hate that. We're back to that off on a Monday. <laughs> uh, as the Twinkies will be hosting the Yankees yes. June 6th. I'm sorry, June 7th, 8th, and 9th. Yes. This week before uh, what they're billing as a great old time baseball trying. series. They are they're trying. They're really trying hard. They're trying hard to make something out of nothing as the Cubs come to town next weekend. Right. right. <laughs> we know what it is. It's Anthony Rizzo playing its old team. That's what it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Um, so real quick, as we sit here, AJ, our Bronx Bombers are 39 and 15. It's crazy. It's beautiful. They are in first place in the AL East, which just feels good every time I say mm-hmm. it. Yep. They lead Toronto by seven and a half games. Toronto yep. is in second place in the division. Mm-hmm. And um, here's something we've never really talked about. Uh, they lead all of Major League Baseball. They have the best record in the entire league by three and a half games over the Dodgers and the Mets, who are both three and a half games back. In the American League, they lead Houston by four games for best record in the American League. Okay. I'm cool with that. Oh, you're cool with that? I'm cool with that. Anything you want to bitch about? No. Uh, yes, people. All right. Go just ahead. Listen, bitch just listening to Sports Talk Radio just bothers me a little <laughs> bit. And I want to... I, I, hold on. Where, where does this come up in our notes today? When when can I yell about... Uh, it's not on here. Good. When can I yell about uh, Andujar? When can uh, I complain about that? Can I complain about that? Because I'm going to take a different take on this one. Okay, because you've got me stumped. So why don't you... Okay, so Miguel Andujar had to be optioned back to AAA. And Miguel Andujar expressed his unhappiness with that decision to the point where Miguel Andujar told Aaron Boone and the Yankees, trade me. Okay, AJ, take it away. Trade him. There, I said it. I'm tired of this. Like, I, I don't know where Miguel Andujar has any right to think he's better than anybody else. Like, I'm going to come at you. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. This is, okay. this is selfish. This is, not, this is not the, not the season to be selfish. You want to be part of something, then you see what's potentially there and you let it happen, right? I know with, with um, Carpenter there now, maybe he's not necessary, right? Maybe Andujar is better than Carpenter. I get it. But he's a major league veteran, so you can't just cut him. 
You're not. I don't think that Miguel Andujar is unhappy about Matt Carpenter. Well, I'm just saying. I'm going through. I'm going through the list, right? Because these are the extra guys. So Carpenter's an extra guy. Hicks and Gallo are the ones he's focused on. I'm sorry. I know both those guys are slumping. They're still better than Andujar. I know he's been good since he's been here, but his numbers are in 12 games, 11 for 41. 11 for 41. That's not, that's not amazing. That's good. That's good. I I don't know where he's coming from, where he feels like he's the next best thing. Can I come to bat for Miguel sure Andujar? Bat okay. for him. All right. Joey Gallo sucks. Joey Gallo needs to be traded. Miguel Andujar believes, and I'm with him, that he is better as an option on this team in the lineup and maybe even in the field a little bit. Oh, no, Joey don't Gallo. do that. Don't do that. I'm doing that. Joey Gallo is a tremendous Miguel Andujar fielder. has worked tremendously hard to be a good outfielder. Is he an all-star outfielder? No. Can he make the plays? Yes. Get Joey Gallo out of here. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem. It's June 5th. We're not trading anybody. Right. right. I I like the fire and the passion. I don't see Miguel Andujar being selfish. He wants to contribute by being on the field, not sitting on the bench, or sitting in Scranton, or playing in Scranton. Well, he's got to play. He, I know he's going to play. That's the best thing for him, to go to Scranton and play, because he's not playing every day with the Yankees. He's playing every other day. Because every they got to play Joey Gallo. And Hicks. You have like. Like these are the guys. I that would are- just as soon put Andujar and left if I can get rid of Gallo, move Gallo, and make Hicks a really expensive fourth outfielder. Oh, and real quick, to the fool I heard talking to Sweeney Murdy about a guy sitting at home right now just waiting for a phone call. No, shut it. up. Stop it. Do not sign Brett Gardner. You're an idiot. Can I just tell you that chant was going on Friday night, and I wanted to turn around and just yell at people. What chant? Bring back Gardner. No. I'm just telling you, like, I want to just yell at people. And look, I know Andujar has been fine, but you're discrediting Gallo's defense because of his bad offense. And, and, and I get it, but Gallo's outfield has been phenomenal. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's got speed and knows how to get the ball. There are still moments when the ball goes up to left field and I'm like, uh, is he going to get that? Is Andujar going to get that ball? And he gets it. But it's like, oh my gosh, that looks like like one of my rec kids going after a fly ball with his glove shaking and like figuring out what to do. <laughs> there are times where I don't feel like Andujar is prepared for the outfield. Can we agree that on the very least that Gallo should not be a New York Yankee? No. I don't care that he hit a home run today. No. I'm not there yet. And that this is this is why I'm upset. I'm not there to say it's time for him to go. Because if I'm, they were if I'm they were say it, it's time for him team, to go. No. If they're a good team, there's a huge hole in his swing that they can fix. My bigger problem is with Hicks right now because he is not walking. Gallo is. He's not making contact. Gallo at least is putting the ball in play at times. He's not striking out as much as he was. And I, I think once they figure out, like I'm, I'm watching Gallo, if you watch his swings, his head moves so damn much. If they can control how he bats with his head, He's going to hit the ball. Like it's 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 right there. It's right there. Well, I would I think they need to tell him. I think they need to tell him. We don't care about the home runs. Go the other way. Hit for average because he can hit for average. Stop worrying about the short porch in right field. Hit the ball. Make contact. Move a guy over. Hicks is my bigger concern than Gallo. I'm going to be well, honest with you. Here's the problem with Hicks. I mean, one, if Joey, if they get through this season and they do good things, let's say they climb the t- to the top of the mountain and they're able to do it despite Joey Gallo, right? They don't necessarily have to sign him. His contract is done to. at the end of the year. Right. They're not going to. I and they're not going clear. to. Okay. Uh, the problem with one Aaron Hicks is uh, this is year, year three. Four, oh, four of a seven-year okay. deal. Okay. So you got three years left. I thought he, he is signed through 2026. His salary this year is ten and a half million dollars. Mm. His salary next year is ten and a half, followed mm-hmm. by nine and a half, mm-hmm. nine and a half, and the last year of his contract in 2026 
is twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah. That will be his age thirty six season. Right. And I don't see a taker for for Hicks. And I think that's that's why I'm saying I think that's the bigger problem. There's no taker for him. And to be honest with you, if we were gonna make a trade, the guy that I'd wanna see is not Andujar. I don't wanna see Andujar come up. I wanna see the Yankees go get Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh. I think really I have an article about that. I think that's our next center fielder. And I and I've thought that for a while. But I'm concerned about him because I don't know if he's big fish, small pond, and if he can hang in New York. Hey, it, there are other pirates on our team doing really well. There, there sure are. <laughs> there sure are. There will be the Rangers and the Pirates. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I I like this Reynolds kid. Yeah. He does well. Did you watch many broadcasts this week? Throughout the week? Yeah. Um, I, I've watched almost every one of them except for uh, Friday, obviously. Uh, except for this weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I didn't really watch. I listened. Did you or are you aware of our favorite Yes Network broadcaster and his issues in the booth. Paul Neal? No. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Now, what, what did Beltran do? I'm not, I'm not familiar with this. All right. So the other night, Beltran makes a comment as they're talking about pitches and, you know, reading pitchers. And Beltran passes a comment to the effect of, I like to know what pitch is coming. Okay. And Michael Kay and David Cohn don't address the elephant in the room. Yeah, they're not going on to. that comment. They're not going to. What did he I say? That's basically what I, the, the premise of the conversation is his is around his comment of I like to know what pitch is coming. Oh, okay. Okay. And they passed it over. They didn't ask him. They didn't call him out. You can't. That's they your, didn't that's, say anything. That's your colleague now. You can't. Okay. I just thought it was interesting. And I get into that a little bit in the conversation with my dad. Okay. Coming up shortly. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to know if you had a take on that. I look, there, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's not what he meant. I'm sure he, he might really might have. He might have. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't speak to it. I didn't hear it. Or if I did, I, I totally missed it. Sometimes I don't listen when Carlos Beltran talks. I'll be 100% honest with you. He's horrendous. He's not very good. I hate to say that. He's not. He's not. I, I want to see. I need to get some audio or get some video of whatever CeCe did on the Peacock broadcast today. CeCe's going to be on some pre and post. Yeah, he's going to be on ESPN tomorrow night before the Mets game, 930. So I might listen to that just because I want to hear what CeCe has to say. Cause, the Mets suck, cuz. Cuz. Hey, hey, speaking of the Mets, mm-hmm. uh, learned I, ne- I learned a new rule today. Yeah, in baseball, I, I said this to you. You did, and I saw this on Quick Pitch. Okay, so here's the rule I learned. We've seen a lot of position players take the mound. We saw with the Cardinals alone in the same week, Yadier Molina, 98 year old catcher, been catching since 1983, right. and uh, your 96 year old first baseman. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Pujols in the same week both took the mound in relief. Yeah. Now in the who are the in the Mets Dodgers game, yep. the Dodgers attempted to bring in a position player to pitch, but were unable to do so because apparently in Major League Baseball, a position player cannot pitch until the their uh the team that wants to do that is losing by six or more runs. Yeah. That's a weird I did not role. know that. I didn't know that either. It's a but weird... you know who did know that? Buck Showalter. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He probably wrote the rule. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I I learned a new rule, folks. Yeah. And the thing is that I that I was surprised with. There's no penalty. Like you don't get like you know, nothing happens to you. There was an no, eleven no, minute delay that. as they brought in right. the appropriate pitcher. Right. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, whoops. No fine. No nothing. But apparently, uh. They were saying that while that is the rule, I guess in the last couple of years, they 
I guess they modified it based on, you know, COVID and this and that and the okay. other thing. Okay. So there was some modifications to that rule, but apparently you cannot bring in a position player unless you're losing by six or more runs. Got it. So there you yeah. go. Okay. Here's things we do know, AJ. We got some hot effing baseball players on this team. We do. And I apologize, but these numbers are through, uh, through Thursday. Oh, okay. Thursday. Yeah. Through got Thursday. It. So this is, these numbers do not include the series against the Tigers. But here are our hot players. Gleyber Torres, up through Friday, uh, five games played, seven for 19, batting 368, two doubles, two home runs, and a stolen base. Hmm. Gleyber Torres is playing good baseball. Gleyber Torres already has more home runs this year than he hit all of last year. True. And he will very quickly hit more home runs this year then he hit all of last year and in the shortened 2020 season right. combined, right. which was 12 total home runs. Right. Good for him. Good for him. Also playing well, Jose Trevino. He is uh, through five games through Thursday, five for his, his last 11, batting 455, a home run, and only one strikeout. And those numbers continue to rise as Friday he hits a home run and a triple. And uh, RBIs galore. Yes. So Jose Trevino is playing very well. He's giving us some offense behind the plate Mm -hmm. in addition to his defense. And while uh, Higashioka is not an offensive highlight here, the two of them, what they're doing behind the plate with our pitching staff, phenomenal. they are creating tremendous comfort, clearly, for the pitchers on this team. After this week, I'd like to kind of dive in a little more if we can with this catching matchup to see if we can compare. We'll, we'll focus on Trevino maybe versus Gary Sanchez with, with the Twins. Let's see what happens this week. Very, okay. very intrigued by that matchup. Yeah. Because Sanchez has been a little hot lately. But that's what he does. Streaky. Mm-hmm. Streaky. Streaky. He's Gary. going streaky. <laughs> uh, all right. The rest of our hot list is made up, again, Yankee pitching. Again, we've been saying it since the season started on April 7th that Yankee pitching has been doing well. You know, we've been knocking on wood. Again, we've we've got a couple of injuries mm-hmm. in the bullpen, but not to Yankee starting pitching, AJ. Did you know? And I listened to this on the broadcast. I think it was Susan who brought it up. She brings nuggets of knowledge she to the sure table. Does. That's Susan. The Yankees are the only team this season in Major League Baseball where their entire starting rotation has each made 10 starts this season. Wow. All five starters have made at least 10 starts this year so far. That's pretty impressive. And the Yankees have the only rotation to do that. That's pretty impressive. In this last week, Nestor Cortez, in his start, seven innings pitched, no runs allowed, five hits, two walks, seven strikeouts. Boy, he's nasty. Mm-hmm. nasty, nasty. And not, contrary to the belief of others, a molester. Wow. You just threw that up there, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jim Cott loved him when he was with Yes and Channel 11, the whole thing. He did not mean anything malicious by it. Uh, it Nestor even came out on Twitter and was like, hey, it's all good. I, I know he didn't mean anything by it. And it was just. Wait, is it a real thing? Oh, had you not heard? I have not heard. I thought you were uh, making a joke. This is like an official like statement. This is a real story. Oh, my goodness. Share this, so, please. So the Jim Cott, former Yes and Yankee broadcaster, uh, he's now 82 years old, uh, recently released a book. I heard him on the Mike Francesa podcast. He was uh, on a Twins broadcast. The Twins were not playing the Yankees last week, but uh, something happened with one of the pitchers, pitching really well. And he was like, oh, it kind of reminds me of Nestor, Nestor Cortez, you know, oh, that Nestor, Nestor the molester. Wow. <laughs> really fooling people. Oh my <laughs> like, goodness. Like, just totally nonchalant. And then I saw this headline the next day saying twins broadcaster, Jim Cott uses offensive term oh, to boy. describe Nestor Cortez. I'm like, what? I guess he'll never do a game again. No, he'll be fine. <laughs> so, but anyway, so it came out and uh, Nestor Cortez put a tweet out saying, Hey, I, uh, Jim Cott didn't do anything wrong. It's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. There's no sweat between us. It's, it's, it's all good. Good for him. So yeah. So uh, Nestor, not the molester. No, right. please. Um, Jameson Tyle, the Frenchman, Tyle, 
Eight. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Go ahead. Eight innings pitched. One run allowed. One run. Two hits. No walks. Five strikeouts. A perfect game through eight innings. Jordan Montgomery, not including today's start, but his previous start. Poor guy. Poor Jordan Montgomery. Poor guy. Nine no decisions. He's one and one. (laughs) (laughs) But in his last start prior to today, which was another no decision. Which was another good game. He uh, previously had pitched seven innings, allowed one run on four hits, one walk, four strikeouts. (laughs) Poor guy. But he's pitching well. He is. Pitching very well. Uh, And then Garrett Cole, six innings pitched, one run, two hits, three walks, 10, count them, 10 strikeouts. That was against Tampa, right? Part of those six innings. uh, That was his last pitch. That was his last game before this weekend. So, yeah. Right. Yes. And we can't even focus on the guy you you have on this list for not hot. You can't. Don't even say it. Ignore that. Okay. I, I will ignore it. Ignore that. You can't. Because that person was not, not hot yesterday. Well, that was yesterday. I wrote this before. No, I'm not going. I'm not letting it happen. Okay, fair enough. Let me t- let me give you a little nugget about Tyone and Cole. Go ahead. That I heard. This is maybe Elias. I don't know. Uh, but they are the first two pitchers since the exp- in the expansion era, where you have two starters on the same team go back to back starts, throwing six or more perfect innings. It's crazy. Crazy. And I believe that's since 1971. I believe so. I believe you're correct. Okay. In that number. I think I saw the same thing. Yeah. So Yankee baseball, hot. Yeah, we're, 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 we're loving it. We are loving it, AJ. Um, as we turn our attention to the week ahead, again, the Yankees are off on Monday, June 6th, and they will then travel to Minnesota for a three-game series with the Twins. June 7th, 8th, and 9th, and then they will return home next weekend. We will cover it on Friday night, and they are hosting the Cubs June 10th, 11th, and 12th. The 10th is Andy Pettit bobblehead day for anybody who wants to. Uh, you going to get the Andy Pettit bobblehead? Thought about it, but I don't think we we're going to do it again. Oh, uh, how many bobbleheads did your family get? We got, all, we got four. We each got, we got one. four. I told how we many were... have you listed on the eBay? Oh, no, 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 no. No. Nope. Sorry. Those are staying in our possession. Will any be for sale on June 25th? No, I'm sorry. I love you. Damn it. I love you. Uh, one for one for each of the boys. And then my wife's got one and I got one. What the hell she need one for? I think I might go in her classroom, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. She's trying to appeal to the children. To the children. Good for her. Yep. I don't like it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> AJ and I are going to step away from the microphones for a couple of minutes, and we're going to bring you a conversation that I had with the podcast Padre, my dad, and we talked about some minor league prospects with the Yankees. There is a trivia question in the conversation, which um, he embarrassed me with. So there's that. But enjoy this conversation with me and my podcast Padre. Uh, right now, I want to welcome back to the Chase for 28, my podcast Padre. What's going on, Dad? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> I had a premonition. I knew you were going to say your podcast Padre. That's because you listened to the show and you knew I blew it from the last time you were on and then I talked about it. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so we are we are here. You and I are sort, sort of, I, I mean, because the game's on Apple TV Plus, we can't really watch it and talk about it the same way we normally do. Um, but we're having a conversation here on a Friday night. The Yankees are up 10 nothing. On the Tigers, which uh, that's an easy baseball game to watch, right? Yeah, those are the best kind. The best kind. So we, I mean, we we've got home runs and triples from catchers. We've got we've got Judgy and Blass and and Rizzo is raking. Life is good in the boogie right. down. And you got another no hitter going. And another no hitter. Okay, so let, let's talk Yankee pitching for a second. There was a lot of press and writing this week about pitching coach Matt Blake and how wonderful a job he's doing. But this is not his first year as the Yankee pitching coach. One thing I did read that I found interesting is it, it sounds like the Yankee pitchers went to the powers that be and were like, we want to pitch deeper into games. We don't want to be 
four and change inning pitchers, five inning pitchers. And in the last week and a half, we're seeing them go six innings, seven innings, eight innings, and they're pitching really well. Well, I think your other aspect is I think they have two catchers now who they like to pitch to. They frame pitches. They call, well, I don't know who's calling the game, but they frame the pitches. They're not afraid to throw a ball that might be in the dirt that these guys are going to block it. They're good defensive catchers. They have confidence in them. I think that that helps their psyche. Well, we we do know from early in the season that the Yankees are one of the teams in the league using the uh, the pitch calling device yeah. where they got the, the headset and the communicator. So certainly, I mean, we know that that's adding some speed to the game, but certainly they're putting their trust in Higgy and Trevino. Definitely. So what was it yesterday when, uh, what was it? Madden said they didn't use it, but theirs wasn't working and that wasn't fair. So the Yankees shouldn't be able to use theirs. And I thought that was strange. We don't use it, but it's not working. So where? We where? Joe Madden, shut up. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You won your World Series with the Cubs. You'll be famous in Chicago forever. Yeah, big Go old away. baby. Well, speaking of Joe Madden and his his Angels team, I'll be honest. I I wanted them to play well against the Angels. I wasn't expecting them to sweep the Angels and sweep a doubleheader and embarrass Shohei Otani, the modern day Babe Ruth, and uh, even Mike Trout got embarrassed in yesterday's yeah, game. Trout, yeah, Trout did not play well at all. What was it? Tuesday night they would shot to right center or shot to left center. He, he didn't get him. He dove nothing. That's and not the I, Trout you're used to seeing for the past ten years. The more impressive baseball hustle play was the Marwin Gonzalez should have been a single, oh, but yeah. he he ran it into a double, and I oh, think yeah. that was more embarrassing. Oh, yeah. He, he he rounded first hard, and he saw Trout just toss it into the first cutoff man, and he took off. Cutoff guy got it, turned it on, and we're like, what? He's running? What's going on? And and on that play, I was I, I was putting my oldest son to bed, and I said, oh, I was like, grandson? oh, my. Yes. Oh, thank you. Your, your grandson, my oldest. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... I said, let's watch that again. I was like, oh my goodness. He's, and he's like, what? So I had to explain to him what he did through the replays. And in the yes up, I was able to rewind it. And uh, even he agreed, even though, you know, he runs like a duck. He agreed that Marwin Gonzalez was hustling out of the box. Oh, it's 12 nothing now. How did they get 12? All I see is a Budweiser commercial. I just, I don't see anything going on here. 12 runs and 13 hits. I missed it. And you can't rewind on this Apple Plus app. So bad job, Apple. It, it, it'll be on the uh, Google uh, replay app in about three hours. So don't worry about it. There you go. <laughs> All right. So in this conversation within the scope of this entire episode, you said that you had done a little homework. So we're not going to do down on the farm with me. We're going to do down on the farm with you. So old McPadre had a farm. Well, what have you learned about the minor leagues? Because I talked about Jesus last week because I wasn't that impressed when I got to see him in Somerset. Um, Jesus is still learning. Yeah. Jesus is uh, spilling the water. It has not yet turned to wine. (laughs) But uh, what did you learn about the minor leagues? I looked at a few. Uh, There was one article about Jason Dominguez that they said over the past two weeks or so, he's finally starting to look like he knows what he's doing. He's getting hits. He's hitting. I think he hit five home runs. So he was improving, and I'm really interested in those two pitchers, uh, Wesneski. He's got a little Nessie in there, so that's... (laughs) And the other one, Waldachuk. Yes. I keep hearing a lot about that strikeouts to innings pitched, that they're really coming on, and don't be surprised if you see one of them or both of them by the end of the season coming up. Some people have gotten hurt now, so you never know. It looks like they they might be ready. I I thought one of them would come up, uh, what was it? When they needed uh, that kid that came up, Sears, well, my reaction I mean, was, who's he? Well, I remember seeing him in spring training, and it, you know that's the weird thing. You hear all about these prospects, and you hear that they're doing good. You see their stats, and then you wonder why they call up the people they call up in the moments they get called up in. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, what's his face? He heel came up, then he went back down, and now he's- Hurt out. his arm. Now he's gone for a year and a half. Um and the other one was uh, Garcia, Garcia, no, Davy Garcia, Garcia. He was doing so well this spring and spring training. They were raving about him. Oh, he's back. He's throwing strikes. Minor league season started. Oh, he lost it again. And I think they're out of options with it to this year. I don't. I think- don't uh, he's he's Garcia. He's twenty three. Uh, let me. I, I just happen to be pulling his page up. 
He's only, he uh he only spent time in the major leagues in 2020 and 2021 and he's got eight major league games under his belt. Eight starts. I don't know that that would put him out of options. Well again, I mean, I could not tell you how options work, how much time you're in and how how that applies, if it applies with your age or anything. I I do not know. I'd be making it up if I said something. Have you heard anything about uh Peraza? Oswaldo because <laughs> he he's he's with the Scranton team. You you don't hear much about him. Although I did see something today where they like you know when should you expect them to be in the major leagues? And next to his name, they have next season. And Volpe, they have after that. Yeah. Uh, at present, he's he's a Triple A. He's played in thirty nine games. He's got uh, one hundred and sixty six plate appearances, one hundred and fifty two at bats. Uh, he's 31 for 152. He's batting 204. He's got six doubles, five home runs, 15 RBIs, 11 stolen bases. 204, you fit right in. Yeah. Uh, Yankees are hitting pretty well. The Yankees are getting timely hitting. If you look at batting averages, I mean, who's having an overall good season? You got Judge. You got Trevino. You got IKF. And um, Glaber's doing good. He's back up he, to 260. He's he's like, I don't understand why playing shortstop would affect anybody. You know, just put, give me a, everybody's dream. Give me a glove. I'll go play any way you want me to play. Why playing shortstop affected him so much? But okay, fine. You like second base? Your psyche is better? Good. Go play second base. Um, but other than that, it's like everybody else just gets the timely. Rizzo's hitting, what, 210. Uh, even LeMayu. I look now tonight, he's, he's, his average is down to 248. Hicks, we all know about Hicks. Um, everybody else's average is, is in the tank, but they, they get the timely hit. And I guess yeah. that's that's all that matters. For for a point of reference, uh, LeMahieu is currently batting 252. But then he's got a couple of hits tonight. So then that should be up to like 252 and a half. <laughs> everybody wants that point five. Yes. <laughs> but again, I mean, the... The farm system looks good. You read little articles here and there. Did you see any of the articles they posted about people the Yankees should maybe go out and get and trade for as like outfielders and center fielders? I did. I saw an article about uh, the headline was, should the Yankees replace Aaron Hicks with, uh, it's an outfielder from the Pirates. Reynolds. Yes. I mean, the problem is, I don't, I mean... Yeah, it's Pittsburgh, but if I'm Pittsburgh and I'm a major league organization, why do I want Aaron Hicks? I'll take him if the Yankees are going to pay the rest of his uh, whatever he's got, three, four years left on that ridiculous salary contract. That That is the problem in, in that his contract. Well, again, right. when they gave him the contract, he was doing good. Then all of a sudden, no, he had know, injuries. Well, it was a good, it was a good sign because you know you hoped that he was going to play well, but when you look back on it and, and you look at what they did, they were hoping he was going to be like the next Bernie Williams, where, you know, not a superstar per se, but somebody who's going to be running down balls in center field, can hit from both sides of the plate, and he's not Bernie Williams. But when they gave him that contract up to that point, when they first got him from Minnesota, he stunk. But then he found himself, and he became that 20, 25 home runs. His batting average was decent. He hit from both sides of the plate. Yankee fans, we love a switch hitter play center field and you're a switch hitter, you're gold. He signed the contract and then he physically fell apart. Uh, I mean, and I you, just you, pulled up his contract. He is signed through the 2026 season. That, that was a seven-year deal. But again, it was as, like as soon as he signed it, he went to he went to pieces. Yeah. This is his, what was it? Remember when he had the uh, Tommy John surgery and that when he came back in the pandemic season? Yes. He was the only player to end the season go have Tommy John surgery and be able to start the next season. Yes. <laughs> Caveat. I mean, it didn't start till the end of July, but he's in the record book. Oh yeah. The and this contract is though, not team friendly. Ugh. 10 and a half this year, 10 and a half next year, nine and a half, nine and a half. And then the last year, the contract is 12 and a half million dollars and he'll be 36 years old. There's the one you bite the bullet on. And again, if they trade him someplace, the Yankees are going to be paying most of that. Contract. Yeah. The other one I saw though was, uh, and I always liked the kid. He's on the Giants now. The ex-Red Sox, Benintendi. I didn't see that. Tell me more. Just a little article where they were saying that this is a guy the Yankees should be going. It's well in Yankee Stadium. He drives the ball to all fields. 
his stats this year were really good. And I, I always liked him when he was with the Red Sox. He just impressed me as a ball player when he came up to bat. Hit the ball hard. He looked like he was never fooled. Oh, he's on the Royals this year. Royal. Oh, why do why I think John? Oh, I know who I'm thinking of. I was thinking of Yastrzemski's grandson. Don't ask me why I mixed the two of them. Oh, okay. I actually just traded for Mike Yastrzemski on one of my fantasy teams. He scores runs. That's good. Um, but Ben Attendi, uh, this season so far, 49 games. He is 61 for 181. He's batting 337. Two home runs, 20 walks, 21 RBIs. Send Hicks and Donaldson to Kansas City. Let's do that. Yeah, oh, I saw uh, Donaldson is uh, playing tonight. Uh, he struck out twice tonight. Got to get a little rust off the shoulder. Oh, well. Well, that that's it for the farm. All right. You excited to go to the game tomorrow? Yes. It's supposed to be nice weather. Supposedly, we're in some kind of box down the left field line that's totally enclosed, so I don't care how hot it's. Bougie. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's some kind of food that's automatically being served. Your brother Bougie. Your brother didn't quite know what the food menu was, but food Does is it matter? food. Does it matter? Food is food. And, you know, I always got a Tupperware box near me, so, you know. That's true. So you're going to like one of them Audi clubs or some Pepsi something or other? Something. I don't know. I'm going to find out about it. It's not like the one we went to last year, but. You went into center field last year. Or you mean for the. No, the one we went to. Oh, the big one. Oh, well, yeah. No, not a box. Yeah, but so- something like that, but farther down the uh, left field line. I'll find out. Hey, look at that. Just just a little bit of around baseball. The Phillies fire Girardi, and the Phillies are winning over the Angels tonight, 8 nothing. I said something before with your mother about, oh, fire Girardi. Her first word. You tell me, what were her first words? Bring him back? Yep. <laughs> I said, good. The Yankees could bring him back. That's what we want. Yankees, bring him back. Well, the bring him back article that I did read today was, should Joe Girardi rejoin the yes booth? And all the comments I saw were, yes, get rid of... Beltron. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And, and you know what? What I, I talked about this with AJ earlier in the episode, but let's get your take on it as well. So Beltron's in the booth. Beltran passes a comment of, I like to know what pitch is coming. Oh, last night was ridiculous. I mean, I, I basically watched the games on the app on my phone while I'm watching something else, but I caught that whole thing between... Him, Cone, and uh, Big Head. Uh, <laughs> and I, I couldn't believe that they were just asking him, like, oh, how did you do it? What were you looking for? Where I would have been, like, why wasn't he honest? Why didn't he just say, oh, I was just listening for the garbage can. And then, you know, then I knew what was coming. That he was just, oh, you just look for tendencies and we would tell each other. and blah. No, you didn't. We, Maybe we that would was tell 15. each other. That was 15 years ago how you did it. Now you don't do that. You were stealing signs. You were sending electric shocks to Altuve. Thought he was Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I couldn't believe how they just kept going with that. I'm sure they wanted, there had to be something in Michael K or Dave Cohn. Like they wanted to say, like David Cohn, you do something anti-pitches. You're on Cohn's it list. Right, And I'm sure Cone wanted to say, like, wait a minute, what's going on here? You know what you did. And that, um, I give Cone kudos. He, he, had to, he had to be biting it, biting his tongue. I, 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 I blame Michael Kay. I blame David Cone for not bringing it up. But then just from how you produce a baseball game on television, I blame any number of producers behind the scenes who don't chirp in their ears. Like, how do you not prompt them to ask? But then you know what? If that comes up, as I started to reflect on it a little bit, then that broadcast becomes less about baseball and more about that. And that would take away from the game in those moments. And And that's probably why they might've said something and Cone and Kay ignored it. And let's face it, Beltran might've walked out of the booth. That's true. Or maybe going into this season, he said, all right, Hey, I'm happy to do this, but don't ever talk about any of that on the air with me. He, he might've been thinking when the topic did come up, like, uh oh. And I mean, I didn't. You didn't see them in the booth. He might have looked at the two of them and went like, "No, no, no, don't, don't." Right, right, yeah. I'm sure somebody's got a video of that somewhere because they got cameras on him for everything. So I'm sure that moment is captured. Yeah, see, now if we were there, if we were anywhere near their booth and we were listen, watching it on our phone or listening to it on our phone, we would have been yelling, "Ask them!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, we could have got their attention by banging on a garbage can. <laughs> Yo, I'm yelling curveball curveball <laughs> <laughs> oh oh 
Oh, I almost forgot. I have your, uh, I have a trivia question for you. Oh, that's right. So you, so you got a special trivia question for this piece. All right, go ahead. All Embarrass right. me with your question. Oh, th- th- this, if somebody had asked me this, I would have been embarrassed. There's no way I would ever get this right. Ready? All right. Where'd you get the, first? Where'd you get the question from? Oh, I Googled it. Oh, all right. I went fine. looking for stuff. I, I went and found this. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Hit me. Okay. Ready? Simple question. Who is the all-time Yankee leader in stealing home? Stealing home. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, Do you who, have a number? 15. That That's not the number of the player. That's the number of times that's it's been done. That's the number of times. Number of times it's been done. Is it a well-known Yankee? Oh, yes. Okay. All-time great. All Wait, no. You That sounds kind of sarcastic. No. All-time great. Yeah, Horace oh. Clock. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wally Pip. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to give time. you a hint. Ready? Okay, I'll take your hint. Surprisingly, another Yankee. I think this was their only 15 stolen bases of their career. No, 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 no. No, I, I read a little bit about it. The guy he had more stolen bases. Surprisingly, he had more stolen bases. But Babe Ruth stole home ten times. Okay, so it's not Babe Ruth. It's not Babe Ruth. Who would be the all-time all-time? Give it a Let's guess. See. Give it a guess. Which makes me think, since it's all-time great, it's got to be an oldie-time Yankee. I don't know. I feel like you're going to tell me Yogi Berra stole home plate. He went out with times. a shovel and dug it up and stole it. <laughs> no. Um, All right. I'll make you. I'll, I'll say, was I going to get another hint? I'll, I'll make you be able to give me the answer. Okay. When you think of Babe Ruth, you automatically also think of Lou Gehrig. That's the man. Okay. And that is uh, an appropriate trivia question because yesterday, as we're recording this, yesterday was Lou Gehrig Day. Yes. Across Major League Baseball, which I did not realize that... um. Yesterday, June 2nd, was the day he replaced Wally Pipp in the lineup. And today, June 3rd, way back when, in whatever year it was, was his first start, which started the streak. I believe that was 1925. Because I, I, I looked at his stats. He actually played a little bit of two seasons before he became a full-time regular. His first oh, sure. full season was 1925. When he came up, I guess in 1923, I don't know if I got the years right. He was he was only nineteen years old. Man, Jason Dominguez, where are you? I know, right? Get it. Still top of the seven. Still got a no no going. Uh, let's see. So did did his streak begin in nineteen twenty five? All right, yeah, twenty five into thirty nine. All right. So and but but in his career, he stole fifteen. He stole home fifteen times. Yeah, and that is the Yankee record. Yeah. Now, when looking that up, you know what the all time record is for stealing home. I it's, do not it's know. A, a ridiculous number, if okay. I remember it correctly. 54. Wow. Ty Cobb. That bastard. <laughs> yeah. He, he was not a nice man. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, Detroit got a hit. I see a man on first. Damn, AJ. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but on the bright side, again, so as, I mean, as we're kind of watching this live, Cole getting into the seventh inning. Yeah. This is three good starts in a row by Yankee pitching. Yeah. I mean, Nestor Cortez, didn't he take a no-hitter until like the seventh? He, Yeah, he. I think he went into the eighth inning like uh, two weeks ago. And, and even yesterday, la- tight. Last Sunday with uh, Severino in Chicago, the Tampa, the one, the game they lost, four to two. Uh-huh. Tampa only had two hits. Yeah. The Yankees pitched a two-hitter. It was just that yes. one inning where they walk people, they hit the guy, they hit hit a guy, and them's, them's the breaks. I mean, that that's even like in Tyone's start yesterday. You know, he's throwing a perfect game and he leaves the game in there losing one nothing. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? A little play by play here. It's uh top seven, two two, man on first, two outs, Miguel Cabrera at the plate. Cole comes set, and that's a base hit between LeMahieu and Rizzo. First and second, two hits, ninety eight pitches, and that's it for my play by play. That's if you <laughs> yeah. Beltran you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you can understand what I'm saying. Don't, I'm just saying. Ooh, don't do that. Just saying. He has no personality. No, he doesn't. See, when they hired him, I think he should be like like a roving scout. I think he can look at ball players. He can judge their advice and whatnot. His, or his put play- him at the desk with Bob Lorenz and Jack Curry. Yeah, no, just he's put he, him in there a little bit. He shouldn't be doing he's, in, he's, in the box. He's not a TV personality. He should he should just be looking at baseball talent, like a roving a roving instructor or something like. Yeah, or put him on, make him a bench coach, give him Don Don Zimmer's old helmet. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for popping in on this episode, Podcast Padre. Okay. I appreciate it. 
Rangers are winning two to one. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Yankees. And they're winning. All right. So that's okay. good. All right. We'll, we'll bring you back in again. Uh, I'm here whenever you need me. Nice. All right, AJ. That was a good conversation. He got me with the trivia. Of course he did. Like, well, I don't. I don't doubt that. When he when he throws it out there, I'm like, Psh, I have no idea. Chris ain't gonna know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good times, and uh, we'll have to get the three of us on a show again. I think so. At some point, I think so. <laughs> Luke didn't make fun of me this time. No, no, he didn't. Because, well, you know, he's listening back to see what you complained about. Of course, but <laughs> no complaints. The complaints about no Andujar. Now. Here we go. So the last thing I have on here is this new little around MLB segment that we can kind of throw in. And just very quickly, I only have one bullet point. Mm-hmm. Phillies fire Joe Girardi. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's tough. That's tough. Like I, I, I think poor Joe Girardi. I think that uh baseball has changed too much for him to be a manager any, these days. I hate to say that. Would you like to see him replacing Beltron in the booth? No. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, yes, I would, but I don't think uh, having him join the Yankees right now is appropriate. I think it's going to ruffle too many feathers. I think they it's put gonna, Buck Showalter on the broadcast yeah, the but, last two years. No, 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 no. I, I Buck Showalter wasn't the last Yankee manager. Like Boone replaced Girardi, so I don't think that would be appropriate to have him anywhere near the booth there during Boone's tenure as a manager. So you think we get Girardi on MLB network, yes. Fox, something he'll be, he'll be, I, I think, think he'll, he'll be, be on TV on, again. Yeah. I think he'll be back on the network. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he'll All be right. on. Yes though. They have enough people. Just thought I would throw that out. there. No, I, I know it's fair. Cause he did a great job when he was here. Yes. I actually have Girardi's autograph. Oh yeah. Yes. That's pretty cool. He was doing a Trenton thunder game. Hmm. This is before he was the Yankee manager. And I want to say he was on the Yes Network doing a Trenton Thunder game with Bob Papa. Really? Okay. Or it might have been Bob Lorenz. Two different people. I know it's two different people. It was Bob. It was probably Bob Lorenz. So Joe Joe and Bob. And Joe and Bob. (laughs) Joe Bob. So in my attic, I got a ball with probably Bob Lorenz and Joe Girardi's signature on it. That's cool. Yeah. That's all times. Looking back, I wish it was just Joe Girardi. Exactly. The baseball. <laughs> exactly. And that was one because they were doing the game. I I got to toss it up into the the TV booth from the stands oh, at really? Trenton, and he, he he was just like, "Oh, just just wait between innings." Oh, that's we, pretty cool. We're live. Nice. I said, "Okay, cool." So I waited, and went back. He goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Toss the ball up. Oh, so no. they both signed it. That's pretty cool. I was like, oh, I didn't want you. I just went. No. Oh, fine. <laughs> well, he, Girardi looked at me. He goes, "Do you want?" Him? I'm like. Y- yeah, sure. Can I, give you, can I give you a different ball for that one? <laughs> so, all right. AJ, this has been a fun episode. Of course it is. Always. Good conversation. Yeah. And we'll do it again on Friday. We will do it again on Friday. And uh, if you want to get your opinions onto the show, email us. Feedback at chasefor28.com. Or you can tweet at us at chasefor28pod. Want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Chase for 28 podcast. If you want to send us a voicemail, please get it to us by going to chasefor28.com slash voicemail and do that by 5 p.m. on Thursday, June 9th. And now AJ is going to wrap it up and tell you how you can support this show. Oh, come on. It's the same thing every time. You know how to support this show. You got three ways to do it. First of all, tell a fellow Yankee fan about the podcast. Say, hey, check out these guys, Chase for 28. They're fun. They're good. They know their stuff. And they argue sometimes, too. We're good? We're we're good. We're good at this. We are. We are. Uh, Next, as always, become a legend. Check out chase28.com slash legend and become a legend. We we would appreciate that. And most importantly, get your merch. There is merch for sale. Chase for 28 merch. I wore the shirt on Friday. If you look closely at the TV during Aaron Judge's home run, you can see me. <laughs> two uh, rows back, WB Mason. Two rows back, me on the WW, who but WB Mason. Uh, go to 
chase28.com slash merch. Go pick out a fatty t-shirt or beer koozie or notebook or whatever you want. Go get it. All right. Uh, This has been episode 44 of the Chase for 28 podcast. I'm Chris. And that's AJ. (laughs) And we'll we'll see you next time. Let's go, Yanks.